wear red shirt day i'm redder than you i'm a little more burgundy aren't i or no, maroon it's burgundy that is it's maroon you're, you're ron burgundy you're mike burgundy ron's cousin <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> hey san diego <laughs> hey. stay classy yes okay of stay classy livingston it's uh, mike and john got it going on brought to you by firehouse doors and uh, big things happening today. We're going to talk uh, The Less You Know with yes. Rich Pearlberg. He apparently needs directions on how to get through a roundabout. Some people do. You know, the roundabout's still uh, a point of controversy. <laughs> people <laughs> still some people, you unclear know, you, on the concept. Well, some people uh, yeah. just don't like they roundabouts. They don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get to uh, that today. We'll find out if we got a winner in last night's uh, WNT Wednesday Night Trivia. Your two-cent history lesson coming up. And as we get things underway, we'll take a look at local news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. All right, here's what's going on. It's not a roundabout. But it's a flex route. Yes, the Michigan Department of Transportation inviting the public Wednesday to learn more about the proposed building and maintenance of the U.S. 23 flex route project. In a flex route. <laughs> in a flex route, a highway shoulders turned into a lane that can be used during periods of heavy traffic. At an event held at the Green Oak Township Hall, MDOT representatives said phase two of the project will begin next spring. Although MDOT will be conducting preliminary utility work before that, they said that the different parts of the road will be under construction at different times so as not to drastically affect commuters. So when you're in that backup, remember, you're not being drastically affected. Phase one of the endeavor was completed back in 2017 where the flex route lane was added from uh, US 23 between M14 and 8 Mile. This latest will take it from 8 Mile up to I-96. And representatives from MDOT confirmed the new section of flex route will connect with an area of I-96 that currently operates as a permanent three-lane road. Complete details on the project are on our website, mikeandjohnpodcast.com. The Livingston County Sheriff's Office and the Alice Training Institute have teamed up to bring Alice Instructor Certification Training to Howell next March. Alice stands for Alert, Lockdown, Inform, Counter, and Evacuate. The two-day instructor course, which will be held at Parker Middle School in Howell, teaches what organizers call a, quote, proactive response option survival strategies for violent critical incidents, ensuring a trauma-informed approach to civilian active threat response training, end quote. That's a lot. If you want to read that for yourself, it's at MikeAndJohnPodcast.com. Now, according to a press release from the Livingston County Sheriff's Office, the goal of the Alice program is to empower individuals to participate in their own survival in the gap between when a violent situation starts and when law enforcement arrives. Again, details at MikeAndJohnPodcast.com. And a local police officer has been recognized for life-saving efforts. Howell Police Department Officer Brad Sherlock 
was recently honored for what were described as courageous and heroic actions when on October 11th, while on patrol, he discovered a subject lying unconscious, partly in the roadway. Officer Charlotte called for EMS and officer backup, and with the help of Sergeant Voorhees of the Livingston County Sheriff's Office, administered Narcan to the subject, who then regained consciousness. Once able to speak, the subject admitted that he had gone to Detroit where he purchased and then took heroin. Authorities suspect once he began overdosing, the subject was pushed out of a vehicle and left on the street. With the cold temperatures, it's believed the man may not have survived if not for the observance and swift actions of Officer Charlotte. Because of that, he was awarded the Professional Excellence Life-Saving Award. And that is what's going on. And news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. Don't forget the Zagani Trunk Show this Saturday. Mark Binkley could barely drive a car when his dad bought the best jewelry store in town from Mr. Cooper. He spent a lot of time there after school and weekends, enough to know that he loved the jewelry business. Mark and his family were exiting a Sunday church service when Mark saw something more dazzling than any precious stone. Barb Lockery. Successful and beautiful was a combination too great to resist. And around Valentine's Day, a nervous and pale Mark Binkley asked Barb Lockery to be his bride. They were married in the rustic, cozy church sanctuary where they met and decided to build Cooper and Binkley Jewelers together. You'll see them there every day, working hard just like you, helping people special times in their lives even more special with a gift from Cooper and Binkley. They'd love to hear your stories of romance at Cooper and Binkley Diamond Jewelers in lovely downtown Brighton. All right, you said the Zagani Trunk Show this weekend? That's this Saturday All right, at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. All right. All kinds of Zagani stuff out of a trunk. Well, it's a pretty nice. Trip. I don't think it's the back seat. It's not you know, like a not seventy-four a car Vega. Trunk. No, I know. think it's. I think it's actually like yeah. a treasure chest yeah, trunk. Exactly. I think, but That's I don't know. The, well, it's a classy. Maybe it's, it's a briefcase. A, it's a classy <laughs> trunk. It's classy. It sure is. Yeah. Last night in Wednesday night trivia, WNT, which is brought to you by real estate agent Tanya Zirkel, with sold by Tanya Z. You know, her motto is "Comfort is the key to home." Yes, it is. A survey shows 7% of women have done this on their lunch break. We want to know what it is. Ever and again, wonder, what's she doing on her yeah, lunch break? Right. And again, a small percentage. I mean, less than one out of ten. So, boom, yeah. chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> which was an answer. <laughs> Not the correct and one. And who gave that answer? Uh, I don't remember okay. who gave the boom, chicka, wow, wow. It was, it was a woman. Oh, it wasn't <laughs> no, Brandon? It was a, no, it was Molly. <laughs> okay. Brandon actually yeah. gave us a video. Oh, well. <laughs> Scan down and take we, a look at that Do we need one. to delete that, I, or uh, is that going <laughs> to well, run into a, some, you know... It's a clean video, uh, and depending okay. on how you think... I see. You could be thinking a few different things. It could be she's washing her dishes in palm olive. Uh, okay. <laughs> or, or something else. <laughs> she softens it. Maybe she does the dishes. Okay. Others said... Gotten you'll a you'll massage. have to go to our Facebook page and see for yourself. <laughs> we'll let you determine yeah. that. Others said gotten a mess, uh, massage. Or a message. And, or a message on her. <laughs> Maybe she got a message. Uh, Laura said a nooner, which was pretty close to the boom chicka wow wow. Well, yeah. Uh, Kevin said, quit. Eh, I'm going out to lunch and I'm not yeah. coming back. Hmm. Uh, now, Renee, on the other hand, said ate at their desk and just worked through lunch. Uh, Renee, the employee of the year. <laughs> One of those. Show off. Yeah. Sharon said, take a nap. Um, Rebecca said, knit or crochet. 
See, now that would make a little bit of sense because it's not a lot of women when you're looking at 7%. It's like, what am I going to do today? I think I'll just sit here and knit. Kind of like the lady used to do at the Red Wing games. Called home. Whatever happened to that lady? Did they, uh... Because she had her moment. Yeah. I, I, but it's I been think, a while. I, I think was, she's that's many years knitting ago. in a better place. <laughs> <laughs> Where she's knitting, the Red Wings are winning. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Shaved her legs, had an adult beverage. Mm. Uh, Susan, aka Cougar, just went right to it and said, "Had a shot of whiskey." Forget the adult yeah. beverage yeah. stuff. We're just going right. That was to the probably whiskey. Fireball. Yeah. yeah, well, of course. Uh, drove home to use their bathroom. <laughs> well, some people, you know, they like their privacy. I understand, but it's either like if you know you're going to have a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blowout I'm sale. Just, now, uh, me on the other hand, I'm like, if I'm going to have a blowout, it really just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we know. So, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. let's Sorry. see. Other ones? Grocery shop. Hmm. Get their nails done. Shopping online. Popular guesses. Although there's probably more people that have shopped online during their... Why, why wait till lunch? Do it while you're on the job. Well, yeah. Go enjoy lunch. That's what the computer works for. Exactly. Uh, Carla Ann said breast pumped. You know, so if you're a new mother, yeah, yeah. yeah that's something um, might be doing. Just gone home for lunch. Our good friend Jordan. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Got the answer right. Did he? Yes, he did. Really? That is the answer. Okay. I mean, I knew yeah. that. Yeah. I'm glad you paid attention to <laughs> when I sent you the question <laughs> and the answer. I don't read that stuff. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. 7% of women during their lunch break changed clothes. Right. Now, that could be a, a variety of different reasons. And some of the other answers may have tied to that clothes changing. <laughs> Boom, chicka, wow, wow. Perhaps. Maybe they went to the gym. <laughs> oh, yeah. And had to, you know, got a little sweaty. and Maybe they spilled coffee. Yeah. That'd be more Or maybe, maybe they went home to use the bathroom and things got out of <laughs> They had really had a blowout in there. <laughs> so, congratulations to Jordan. All right. Yes. Jordan, Change their yes. clothes. Okay. During their lunch break. Yeah, maybe just like, you know what? She's wearing the same thing I'm wearing. Like oh. today, if I'd have known oh, you were wearing, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I would have said, oh. You know what I'll do from now on? For I a will, second, uh, I'll go on lunch break. I'll change. Uh, I'll uh, take a picture when I'm getting dressed and send it to you. No, that's just weird. Please don't do that. <laughs> like, block. <laughs> hey, why is my number blocked? Why, why do I keep getting these pictures of Jack? Should I wear this? How does this look? No. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> don't care. All right, Mike and Jack got it going on. Brought to you by Firehouse Doors. They've been serving Livingston County residents for the past 24 years. They're a family-owned business. They strive to treat each customer like family. I am a customer and uh, get excellent service from them. Mike Witt, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran, and they're your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs, also known as your RSODs. So if you need an RSOD... And who doesn't need an RSOD? Exactly. Firehouse Doors, that's the place to call. 810-599-7480. Now, is that a landline, do you know, or is that a cell phone? I believe it's a cell phone. Yeah. That's good. You can send Mike and Kim pictures <laughs> of what you're going to wear for the show. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure they'd appreciate that. Sure. Why is this blocked? <laughs> Why is everyone blocking me? I don't understand. Well, there's, right. there may be a few reasons <laughs> yeah. for that. Okay. Well, it's time for the less you know. And oh, that's it, it is. We should mention, by the way, trivia brought to you by Tanya Z. Sold by TanyaZ.com. Good morning. Good morning, Rich. Are you in a roundabout as we speak? I am. I am sometimes feel like I'm often in a roundabout. Yes. Mm. Sometimes life takes you in that path, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. 
Yes. Now, cue. No, no, I'm I'm looking straight ahead, driving, driving. Full pedal to the metal. Now, now we here in Livingston County, we, we have been introduced to roundabouts for you know more than ten years, yeah, at least fifteen. You know, uh, twenty three went up with that double roundabout. Wow, and, uh, you know, triple. Yeah, it yeah. is kind of a triple. It, it yeah, kind of when triple, you... but it's like a triple Lundy. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, I think the degree of difficulty is seven point eight. <laughs> <laughs> for well, for the average person, some people it's a ten. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing. I mean. I, I think we're going to talk about roundabouts in this morning, but that uh, that one uh, they built over 23 near the Green Oak Mall yeah. certainly exploded roundabout uh, as a topic in Livingston County. I mean, you, it's hard to find people who are lukewarm about it. They either love them or, or totally hate them. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that one, I think if, if you end up on 23 or back on 23, you kind of learn your lesson on how to use the roundabout. It's it's trial by error in a way. But you only ever make that mistake once. You're like, crap, I'm in Ann Arbor Cause you now. Learn, right. Because that did happen to me one of the first times I went in that roundabout. I did end up back on 23 South. I'm like, what the hell? So true confession, right? I had that too where all of a sudden I go, I didn't plan to be here. Right. But no. <laughs> I was at a, a books. Uh, book signing deal. Mitch Album came over to Barnes and Noble, yeah. the one, and all of a sudden he's not showing up. He's a half hour late, and finally they get a call from his driver. He's, I guess, <laughs> driver. the guy got so confused on the roundabout, he got on the expressway going the wrong way. Yeah, I'm in Toledo. I don't know where to, I don't know how to get off. <laughs> We're relocating. The, we're at another Barnes and Noble because yeah. of the roundabouts, but yeah, I mean, that it, it, it's probably happened to just about everybody where you, you kind of end up in the wrong spot. It's a little difficult. I mean, it's, it's, I remember when I first put it up, some of the engineers and I think Mike Crane, maybe the former road commissioner, saying, you know, there's going to be signs. It's going to be really easy. Yeah. Well, if you watch the signs, you're going to have an accident. Yeah. you got to watch the guy in front of you. And the ones coming from your left into the roundabout well, from the other direction. And they eventually... Too, too much traffic and too many decisions in a very short, small area. Well, they, and there's too many lanes. As you remember, a few years later, they actually reduced one of the lanes out of there. Because it was too confusing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they moved it into the flex lane on 23. <laughs> <laughs> so. Really bad. You know, you said trial by error and you get used to it and then you know what you're going to do. But what, what about the first time somebody goes through there somebody's yeah. from out of town and i can't imagine they can figure that out very easily it's, it's i think it's very confusing well and I, and I, or i like roundabouts right I, I think it's difficult well, well roundabouts we are, are maybe new newish to michigan but they've been around for a long time especially like you go to massachusetts where they call them rotaries uh or circles well, and listen to this crop circles I, I have i have information uh oh there's actually three different types of traffic circles. Okay. Rotaries, uh, roundabouts, and traffic calmers. Really? All right. Traffic calmers. Yeah, okay. it's kind of like those the ones oh, that had in a subdivision. Whole, uh, yeah. Those little swervabouts on Clinton and, and Oh, you Clinton. mean those bumps I go over yeah. in the winter? <laughs> yeah, they're pretty much <laughs> What was that? Was like... <laughs> which which helped me on this one and, and I know the late great Steve Manor loved the the, the, the traffic calmers, the traffic circles, whatever you want to call them. But, you know, I just don't get it. The idea is to slow traffic down. I didn't know if there was that much traffic on those two streets. But they have them at intersections, several places where they have both the traffic circle and a four-way stop. Right. 
Yeah. How, how do you slow down a car that's already come to a slow Well, stop? and I will say that in some of those traffic calmer intersections like you're mentioning where there's the four-way stop as well, <laughs> sometimes you get there and the other car stop, and even though they got there first, and you're like, go ahead, you were here first, and they, they're like, no, no, no. You go. No, no, no. It's like Chippendale. It is like, and you're like, just someone for dear God, go. Yeah, the same thing happens at a much greater speed out at uh, uh, Green Oak. You know, you get people who who come up to the um, who are in the traffic circles and don't realize they have the, the right of way. Yeah, and they'll start they'll start slowing down when when they're supposed to keep going. I think that's probably the toughest part about navigating that. I think part of driving, a big part of driving, is when other drivers have confidence that the other that the other motorists are going to be predictable in what they do. And you get people on that roundabout who uh, who get confused and and slow down. I mean, right. It's, it's, now here's the other side of it, and oh, the advocates the uh, talk about this a lot. Uh, I haven't seen statistics that talk about how many accidents there are on roundabouts. But the severity is is much less. Right, right, uh, and that, that's that's the, the purpose. So. They go down like ninety percent. Right. Well, because you don't get the T-bone crashes, you get basically side to side collisions. Precisely, you know, the, the roundabouts make you slow down because because it plus you're you're if somebody knows they're in the traffic or shouldn't be, so you get a fender bender, which is irritating, but not but not serious. Right. So so I think they're, they're kind of fun. I've I've been in cars where people. Almost treat them like roller coaster rides. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> well, I here's how. No, I will say this now. Having uh, taught both of my two older kids to drive, to me, one of the great challenges is to say, "Let's head to let's go to the roundabouts." You know, because to me, I'm like, you need to learn how to do this. Yeah, uh, and that that's like one of those driver training. Hurdles. You know what? They should put that in regular driver's training. Driver's yeah. ed, take you through a roundabout. Even if it's, uh, you know, off in a field somewhere, like, you know, <laughs> off a regular traffic, <laughs> a just so you know, a practice roundabout or a, sim- a roundabout yeah. simulator. <laughs> I, will, I will tell you this there is this, you know, the uh, United States is slow to the game. Europe has, all, has these for, forever. Oh, yeah. and, and people get good at <laughs> it. They as one car is coming off the roundabout, the incoming car will use it kind of as a moving screen right. and, and enter, enter that thing, and it right. moves really, really uh, smoothly. Uh, the, the problem we got is, is, again, people aren't used to them, and uh, we don't have that many. I mean, it's, um, I, I just looked up the stats. Michigan is like 15th in the country in total number, but... Right. 25th in, in roundabouts per uh, per mile. So, and, and the United States, the East Coast has more, and, and I guess suburban cities, because it's easier to put them in. Because as they're growing, right, you, yeah. you don't you don't have the existing buildings and stuff to put in. But here's a fun fact: Carmel, Indiana, is a is a growing suburb north of Indianapolis. Is the roundabout capital of the country. They've got like 125 in a town of about wow. 100,000. Wow, that's like a tourist attraction. Come see the Right, exactly. They're known as the city of roundabouts, and, they, and it, they, their, their goal is to get rid of all their traffic signals. Mm-hmm. Right. Saving the electric bill. Well, here's the thing about roundabouts. You know, people are like, why did they put this dual roundabout here? Why, why, why? And you go, well, remember when traffic used to back up off the ramp on to exactly. 23, and then it would clog 96. Yeah. And you would get these huge backups, 
that Natalie affected 23, but then went on to 96 and were huge problems. It, you largely don't see that now. Uh, because it does keep the traffic moving. Well, now, I think everyone's complaining, but they're moving. That's right. Now the other, the, the newest one is the one by uh, by Legacy, right? At, right. At Rickett and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, and I know there was a, for a while there, people were complaining about the construction of that roundabout, and no, thus it, we complain about that's it no our what. that's our heritage here in Michigan right. to complain about construction. <laughs> uh, it's kind of it's kind of an uh, inherited right. Exactly. That's our birthright. <laughs> I believe it's in the state constitution. Yes. <laughs> no, it is. It's uh, Article 6. Yes, exactly. Yes. We want the roads fixed, but we just want you to wave <laughs> exactly. a magic wand right. and it'd be done. <laughs> right. And exactly. not take any time. And, we also, and you also have to say at least once every season, if you don't like the weather, uh, just wait 24 hours. Right, right. right. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to say that. So, so no, I, I think they're good things. I just think that there's a lot of resistance to them. Well, what about, what about the resistance to these flex lanes? Now, that right. we're, since we're talking about that, because it's like, why does before you'd get that guy driving on the side of the road to pass traffic and we'd all be swearing at him? Now we're just making it more of a an accepted thing. Well, this is a flex lane; you can use it now, but any other time you can't use. I didn't know there was resistance to yeah. it. I thought I thought they were pretty popular. Well, they just say let's just make it another why lane you, on the road. Why right. just make and then it? Then you say uh, because oh, temporary. Yeah. I think has to do with the fact that that it's not the greatest safety thing is because of because there's no shoulder yeah you got and you got the wall or yeah well to, but yeah, to create yeah. a full-time lane actually costs hundreds of millions of dollars it's, it's, more it's prohibitive really yeah. it should be and uh, people i mean I and then, they're going to build it all the way up to brighton now and i think right. they're planning on aren't they building them on 96 yeah it, yeah it was, it was in our news uh they had an open house last night at the green oak township hall talking about this phase two where they're going to extend the flex route on 23 up from eight mile basically all the way to 96 yeah. um and you know i can tell you as many times as i've come out of ann arbor and had to come back in and used at, at peak traffic periods to use that flex lane it is very helpful and you're like yeah. zipping along and you're like this is awesome and then when it ends at eight mile you're like oh and then you have to go back down to the two lanes it works pretty easily because you're going from two to three you get that extra lane coming north you kind of just move the bottleneck up a little bit yeah so, that's basically what it does there yeah but, but there, there was some studying done uh, again because the government's nothing if they can't do studies well, yeah. and once they put that in that it did shorten the drive there was a period of minor accidents as people got used to the fact that oh we're going down to two lanes now but but even that went away i think it's been a great success it hasn't cost as much money as, as john mentioned as a as a full-blown uh, uh expansion and it it uh, makes it increases the capacity by 50 percent during right. rush hour times that's that's a nice move i think I the i think the uh takeaway from all of this is is that Humans are not very good at change. <laughs> we don't like change. <laughs> it's, it's tough. Yeah, if we if if we had nothing but roundabouts, and then all of a sudden some guy came with the idea of traffic lights, we'd resist. Yeah, they go right. What? I have to stop? <laughs> yeah. What? Well, Idiot. So that's a roundabout way. That's a roundabout way of getting to that conclusion. How about that? All right. Hey, uh, just before we let you go, I'm, I'm kind of surprised you didn't bring up there's there's this little game coming up on Saturday. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a such a prototypical Michigan fan. I'm, I'm just, I'm convinced that you're going to have a letdown. 
And even if they don't, I'm more worried about Southern Cal and TCU because if either of them lose, Ohio State gets back into the damn playoffs. So. <laughs> <laughs> they took the roundabout in. Wait That's a minute. They, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking at Michigan, again, just to kind of replay what I said last week, if they, uh, their biggest problem is they still got a lot of injuries. All the injuries yeah. that hurt them last week are probably still Wait, banged up. Rich, are you meaning that us two Spartan fans have to, we have have to, to convince, you, convince that it, you that the Wolverines are going to go all the way this year? I mean, that, that was a heck of a game on Saturday. So. It, it was something I, I, I thought last year's game was amazing, but just see them make those big plays. They had, what, five five long touchdown plays? It yeah. was just amazing. Totally unexpected that, but uh, hey, it All happened. Right. Well, it, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep it up. Keep convincing me they're going to do well because I need, I need that support. Well, we know this. Michigan's going to do better in their bowl game than Michigan State. <laughs> Actually, I think... Aren't they? <laughs> No, I think they're just going bowling. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I did read something. Even with five wins, some five-win teams do get into some of the very low level. I'm like, just say no. He had a little bit of uh, self-respect. I think you say no. The thing has to do with there's 80 teams make it. There's about 80 teams with six wins. It's like the NBA playoffs. It's like, really? You didn't make the NBA playoffs? You really got to be bad. Yeah, just yeah. not but, the Spartans here. They might get that big, that big game with uh, Middle Tennessee. State oh, hey! Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Rich. Well, have a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. And drive carefully. All right, you do the same. <laughs> Take it easy. All right, bye-bye. The less you know with uh, Rich Perlberg here on Thursdays with Mike and John. Got it going on. So coming up on uh, Saturday, we're in downtown Fowlerville. We will have our tent set up. We have our big banner ready the, to go to let you know banner. that we have cash for Christmas yeah. to give away. Now, keep in mind, we won't have the cash on us. No. So don't show up with a finger yeah. in your pocket. <laughs> you know, it's not going to help. Yeah. No. Uh, no. We'll, we're right. we're going to let you enter into, uh, into the drawing for Monday. Right. But you have to enter at Christmas in the Ville. Right. Starting around two ish. About two o'clock. Two ish. Look for a booth. We'll be out there, and it's your chance to enter. It must be eighteen over. Uh, one entry per person and one entry per household. If you get there before two, you get to help us set up the tent, and you'll get to put your your entry in early. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are looking for tent put up Maybe assistance. Maybe trade entries. Like you can put in an extra entry. Oh, if, that would be if a you do all the work. Uh, I don't know and, if that's fair. Yeah, no, it's probably not. Yeah, we right. won't. Do we that. don't have any set of rules on that. No, we do have one entry per person yeah. per household. It must be 18 over. Uh, yes. Sorry. All, right. all right. There you go. So, yes. Christmas in the Ville, the Saturday all-day event. Chance Family to event. Looks like a lot of fun. And then, of course, the parade at 6 o'clock. $1,000 cash all right. to our winner. Uh, by the way, as we mentioned in trivia, uh, Jordan Jensen was the correct guesser. Yes. With uh, changed outfits. 7% of women <clears throat> say they got home from work to do what? Change their outfits. Well, Jordan. they might have changed in their car. We don't know where yeah. they well, went to change true. their clothes. Jordan correctly It could have been that. right in the middle of the office, John. Right. I don't know. Uh, I, you know that would have been I, quite a show. I, I, I tagged him on Facebook and said, hey, correct. You are, you know, congratulations. You are correct. He then said, that's so generous of you to have made this question what determines who wins the thousand dollars. <laughs> No, that's really not how yeah. it worked. But I put the little nice. a laughing emoji on uh, that to let him know, nice try. Yeah. But no. We'll see you Saturday. Yes, we'll see you Saturday. <laughs> for you to put your entry in. It's time for a two-cent history lesson brought to you by Drew Goble and Oakland Insurance. And Michigan-based Frankenmuth Insurance. Give Drew Goble a call at 248-647-2500. Today, 
Wow. It's December. How'd that happen, John? Oh, well, November you. ended, Mike. Yeah, Thanks for answering. You answered your own question. I did. <laughs> it's Civil Air Patrol's birthday today. Happy birthday, Civil Air Patrol. That's <laughs> the cap. Yep. It's eating, uh, Eat a Red Apple Day mm. today. They're delicious and nutritious. Mm. Or they're honey crisp. Well, those, those have a little bit of green yeah, mixed in, too, don't they? Yeah, they're kind of red, red, right? It's National Pie Day. Have a red apple pie. And it's World AIDS Awareness Day. 1878 on this day. The first White House telephone was installed. <laughs> you know who the first caller was? A lobbyist. <laughs> <laughs> Telemarketer? Right. <laughs> it was a fellow politician saying, hey, vote for me. Yeah. I'm not sure if it looked like the bat phone and was in a cake holder sure or not. Gonna crank ones. Hello, Mabel. Get me to Belvedere 453. <laughs> Tyler 1-800. <laughs> we do good work. 1891, James Naismith invented the game of basketball. In Springfield, Massachusetts, I think. I think it was. I thought it was. Had to take a roundabout to get to the, the game. Uh, at the YMCA, yeah. Yes. 1913, the first drive-up gasoline station opened in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm surprised it took that long. Yeah. I mean, there were gas-powered vehicles for... But you, you had know. to go to the farm or something and get your gas. I mean, you're right. And, you would get your gas wherever, and then yeah. Mm -hmm. A couple of years like, later, the first know, yeah. drive-up gasoline station yeah. opened in Howell, and people complained about how expensive the gas was. Well, yeah, they get it much a, cheaper in Pennsylvania. Well, again, that's our natural born <laughs> right to be able to complain about you know everything. the gas prices in Livingston <laughs> County are way higher than everywhere else. Every year, yes. it's like why are they so expensive? Well, you know, supply demand. 1959, the first color photograph of the Earth was taken from outer space. What more was it? Aliens <laughs> took the shot and mailed it to us. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. We picked it up at the photo mat. Yeah. It was E.T.'s mom. <laughs> <laughs> she was showing her son and then he, you know, 20 years that's later where he, the sho finger he showed up. There, yeah. you're going there. You're going <laughs> and when you get there, wow. call me. <laughs> and hopefully by then they'll have Reese's Pieces. <laughs> 1967. They're even more expensive, by the way, at the gas station to do Reese's Pieces here. In, uh, well, yeah, everything is. Yeah. 1967. Wilt Chamberlain set an NBA record by missing 22 free throws. Wow. Wilt the still. Yeah. He was too busy thinking about all the ladies. Well. Roberta. <laughs> Felicia. Megan. Wow. <laughs> Kept missing. Yeah. yeah. It's on this day in 1987, a Kentucky teacher lost her appeal in the U.S. Supreme Court over her firing for showing Pink Floyd's The Wall to her class. The court decided that the film was not suitable for minors with all the bad language and sexual content. I wish I had a cool teacher like that. <laughs> what the hell, man? Yeah. We're going to well, watch the wall. Then. All, the, all, right. all the kids walked and out of the classroom <laughs> singing, we don't good. need no education. Well, yeah, of course. And they didn't get any pudding because they didn't eat their meat. Right, right. Now, my guess is what happened there was uh, that's a day where the teacher wasn't ready for class. To teach, didn't have a lesson plan. It's like, uh, uh, I'll throw this in. Uh, had this had VHS, VHS laying around. Oh, yeah. We're going to watch uh, some sort of educational <laughs> crap in here. Yeah. Here you go. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that I would ever do that. 1995, an auction of Frank Sinatra's possessions earned two thousand seventy-two, uh, two million seventy-two thousand. I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah. if you could have one thing at Frank's, hmm, the hat, right? I was just thinking yeah. the fedora, the hat. Yeah, I got the Sinatra hat. Yeah. You know what? Let's get a fake one and put it behind us for you know show. Well, we got the magnet, not not a real one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe a cigarette case or. Do you think Frank had a cigarette case? Was he a cigarette case kind of guy? Where he opened it up and yeah. it was a little still. I don't know. That might have been oh. too fancy for him. Yeah, I don't know. I could see him just he, pulling off the He was the chairman of the board. He probably had a guy yeah. carrying that case for him and said, <laughs> I'm Sinatra's cigarette sir. guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a cigarette That's guy. Ziggy with the Ziggy. <laughs> All right. Okay. So on this day in 1998, the first night of the U.S. tour with NSYNC, Britney Spears, and Bewitched opened in Columbus, Ohio. John, how was that show? Oh, it was awesome. Well, I can tell you. I just, you know, I really can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> 2004, uh, Tom yeah. Brokaw. Uh, there is a uh, Frank Sinatra cigarette case. There is. It's silver. Yeah, look at that. Wow. Now, was it Swisher Sweets or was he a, <laughs> well, no. was he a Marlboro kind of oh, guy? Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. I don't know. Right. Tipperillo. 2004, Tom Brokaw signed off <laughs> for his last night on NBC News. <laughs> Nightly <laughs> News. Have a good night, everybody. Tom the marbles in my mouth. I miss Tom. Yeah. And in 2020 on this day, Spotify's most streamed artist of 2020 was Bad Bunny. And here's John with a rendition of one of Bad Bunny's songs. I'm, I'll edit it in. Oh. <laughs> the most streamed song was Blinded Lights by mm -hmm. The Weeknd. But okay, Bad well. Bunny was the most streamed artist right and i think bad bunny is on the third year in a row of being the most streamed artist wow bad bunny <laughs> you're a bad bunny <laughs> i'm a bad bunny rabbit <laughs> you're a bad bunny rabbit <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> um, wow i i don't really know any bad Bunny songs. No, I, 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 I'm sorry. I guess I'm too old. You know what? This is one of those cases. You know, sometimes somebody will mention a band or something. You're like, I don't know, and you feel really old because you're like out of the music scene. And now like, I feel like whoever I the care. musical artist is on Saturday Night Live, and like, I have no idea. Oh, who that's, this that's is. almost yeah. every week now. <laughs> yeah. And how long has it been since you were like, I don't know who this person is? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. How long has it been yeah. since you knew who the artist was? That's what I'm saying. Right? You're, you're like, I oh, I know that. Yeah, right. Like, when The weekend was on, I knew who The weekend was. I didn't know who The weekend was. It is. Was. Well, did you, was he on before or after his Super Bowl? Because when he was on the Super Bowl, I was like, I don't know who this person is. Is that where they wore the diapers on their heads? Thing? I, was yeah, it the weekend? And I'm like, it's and the weekend. Was, and I'm like, no, well, no. it's Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. But I don't, oh, no, it's the artist. It's, what? Well, that, that was that yeah. artsy one, I think, where they wore the... Uh, it looks like they had head trauma. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, like, they just came out of triage and yeah. they were dancing and uh, yeah so yeah, okay so that that's your two cent history lesson right and for a mere twenty five thousand dollars you could have had frank sinatra's cigarette case twenty five thousand yeah, just a mere twenty five thousand dollars okay back in 95 oh much yeah, less we, so yeah <laughs> that's your two cent we don't know where it is now no it's probably in some guy's basement <laughs> 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 Thanks to Drew Goble and Oakland Insurance for sponsoring 
the lesson that you learned so much from our two cent history oh, lesson today. I mean, this is all you really need. You can, you can unplug right. the rest of the day. Speaking of plugs, finish that, and I'm going to look up Bad Bunny. Oh, they're going to talk about my hair. Uh, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Drew Global Oakland Insurance Bad and Bunny. Michigan-based Frankenmuth Insurance providing the peace of mind you need. They believe the best relationships are honest, upfront, and fair. If you want to get frank about insurance, call Drew. Oakland Insurance at 248-647-2500. All right. Oh, is that Bad Bunny right there? I don't That's know. Bad Bunny. I have no clue. You'll have to tell me. Yeah. I, we're so old. I don't know who Bad Bunny is. You can shop You're Bad Bunny look up on Bad Bunny now? No, well, that's Bad Bunny. He's got kind of a funky haircut, but, you know, kids uh, these days. Well, you know the kids. You know the kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know they are. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's a hipster. Well, he's got a song called Booker T. I kind of want to hear that one. All right. God, who is, is that Bad Bunny? I don't know. I'm going to check. Mm, I'm just going to. I know what Bad Bunny wants. No, it's my mom's Christmas list, so. <laughs> my sister's sharing it with me. I can't put it on the podcast because mom will hear. Oh, well. So that's your two cent history lesson for right, today. I'm, I'm playing Bad Bunny right now. You can't oh, do no, that. Okay. We'll have to pay. Yeah, all right. Forget it. We, we can't do that. Now. Otherwise, we'll Bad have Bunny's to pay. Bad Bunny's rich enough. He doesn't need yeah, our money. That's right. We need it. The bunny money. We're going to give away $1,000. <laughs> Hey, it's time to get your car ready for winter. Stop by Murphy's Family Auto for all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Make sure you got the windshield wiper fluid, the the wipers, the air in the tires is correct you, you so that little ready. thing doesn't come on and beep exactly. continuously while you're driving, letting you know you need air in your tires. They have a package called the Mike and John Whole Shebang. Well, they do now. Yeah, they do. <laughs> we just invented it. Of course, it's because uh, they do have it. Car, truck repairs, That's engine, right. transmission work. Or transmissions, not just tram missions. Yeah. Electrical services, heating, cooling, brakes, they do the whole thing. Where's my tram mission? Well, I want my tram mission. <laughs> Murphy's Family Auto, they're open Saturdays, 8 to 1. Give them a call, 517-552-3040. Murphy'sFamilyAuto.com. Tell them Mike and John sent you, you get 5% yeah. off your bill. Yeah. All right. Not too shabby, really. Yeah. That's right. Hey, coming up tomorrow, we haven't done a Friday show in well, two weeks. Um, oh, that's right. The great Bonnie Runyon joins us. We'll give away another lunch from the Torch 180. We have a drawing to do for Torch 180 for the right. lunch for two. We That's also have another drawing. We have another do. drawing? We do. Is it for? For a $100 gift card from from Firehouse Doors. Yes. I thought we were going to keep that and go out to lunch. <laughs> no, we're giving that away tomorrow. For a $50 gift card. <laughs> <laughs> so we're giving that away tomorrow as well. So yeah. for those that have entered on our Fun and Games link at MikeAndJohnPodcast.com. Unless you want to hold off on that. Should we hold off on that? Well, you already said we're giving away, okay, so now we're going to give away. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I said it before, too. No one listens to me. So. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> so, whatever. so, we'll be doing that. And uh, since you're on our website at mikeandjohnpodcast.com, don't forget you can get the uh, the news emailed to your mailbox. That's right. Mike every John day. Newsletter. Yes. Daily stories right it's in your free. mailbox, right? That's and it's, by the way, one of the ways you can enter Mike and John's Gigo Christmas giveaway. If you go to MikeAndJohnPodcast.com. With Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. That's right. You can, can enter. This. There's one of nine ways to win the beautiful pendant from Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. 14 karat gold, uh, more than $500 value. You know, figuring out the nine ways, it's like getting Wordle done real quick. <laughs> Takes yeah. a little work, but right. you can do it. Yeah, you see these Wordle people bragging. Mm -hmm. I made it in two guesses. <laughs> Whatever. 
<laughs> I gave up on Wordle a long time ago. I, I tried it once uh, or twice, I and I, I could have my Except title. for when we had Mona on to talk about Wordle. Right, right. Then uh, after that, I was done. I'm like, this is dumb. And we are done for today. <laughs> are we? Yes, we are. Oh, we're done. All right. There's a fork stuck in this. giggling with Mike and John. Tune in next time and giggle on.